This session will cover the diagnostic criteria for systemic lupus erythematis. And here you're going to need four of the 11 to make sure that you get your diagnosis right. And I'm going to give you the 11 factors in this short episode. So the first thing that you want to keep in mind is that the patient may have a malar rash. Second, the patient could have a discoid rash. And finally, the final um, indicator in, within our skin sunlight um, set of indicators is going to be photosensitivity. Fourth, the patient could have an oral ulcer. Fifth, the patient could have serositis. And here I'm talking about pericarditis or pleuritis. Sixth, the patient could suffer from arthritis. Seventh, the patient could have a neurologic disease. And here I'm talking about psychosis as well as seizures. Eighth, the patient could have a renal disease. And we have to stop right here because renal disease comes in multiple flavors, um, at least for our, our purposes when it comes to trying to diagnose SLE. And we need to talk about that. First, um, the patient could have proteinuria, right? So excretion of protein through the blood. And here we're talking about more than 0.5 grams per day. Um, second, in terms of renal disease, um, the patient could have um, more three or more um, proteins show up on the dipstick protein test. And finally, in terms of renal disease, the patient could have um, cellular casts. So that covers renal disease. That was um, the eighth criterion, and it, that eight criterion included in turn three different um, criteria, so lots of things to memorize. Um, ninth, um, the patient could be suffering from a hematologic disorder. And you'll notice that that too is very broad. And that's on purpose because there are four, not three different indicators within this ninth indicator. So let's talk about those four. Um, the first is going to be hemolytic anemia. Um, the second is going to be leukopenia, right? Um, and here we're talking about less than 4,000 per milliliter. Um, the third indicator within our general group of hematologic disorders is going to be lymphopenia. And here we're talking about less than 1,500 per milliliter. And of course, when I say hematologic disorders, and I'm referring to leukopenia for the Latin-educated folks, leuco, um, white blood cells. So here I'm talking about WBCs. And the final um, category here is going to be thrombocytopenia. And here I'm talking about less than 100,000 um, per milliliter. And this is, I suspect, platelets, right? So, yeah, so that's the general category of hemo hematologic disorders. Um... Our 10th category is nice and short, and that's going to be a positive ANA. And that brings us to our 11th and final category. And here we're talking about immunologic abnormalities. And this includes three different categories, so it's not as extensive as hemolytic disorders. It's just like renal disease. But the third category, in turn, can be broken down into three separate categories. So I'm really giving you um, six but it's disguised as three, so bear with me here. Um, in terms of immunologic abnormalities, we're going to be talking about, first, antibodies to native DNA. Third, second, there's going to be anti-Smith antibodies. And third, there's going to be antiphospholipid antibodies. And within this third category of antiphospholipid antibodies, there are three different um, things to watch out for. So first, you want to watch out for false positive serologic testing for syphilis. Second, you want to keep an eye out for evidence of anti-cardiolipin antibodies. And third, you want to look out for evidence of a lupus anticoagulant. And that concludes this short session on the diagnostic criteria for systemic lupus erythematis.